The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. everybody welcome to the jimmy star show with ron russell bringing you the good times in music fashion pop culture and entertainment man do we have a fun show for you guys today we've got actor james faulkner coming on you guys know him from things like game of thrones atomic blonde underworld da vinci's demons downton abbey super superstar and then we've also got fashion icon simonetta i don't know if it's simonetta or simonetta we'll find out in a minute but uh simonetta lane so uh it's gonna be a lot of simonetta i don't think so (laughs) Nobody's going to pronounce him Seaman Edo. She. Seaman she. Edda. Yeah, Seaman she, she, for her, right? <laughs> no, not like that. That's clever. She's going to go through like, my name is Seaman. No, but if you uh, like, well, so, the way that's the way somebody wrote it on Twitter. Well, it's Simonetta. I mean, Simonetti. If she's Italian, it's Simonetti. Yeah, she's, it's got an A at the end of it. Simonetta. So she's Simonetta. Okay, that's her name. Simonetta, no Seaman. Simonetta. Okay, well, it might okay, be Simon, Simonetta. No, Simon is better than Simon. Okay, Jim, let's get it right before I bang you with this mic. Two minutes, you're going to get it. Anyway, so I hope everybody's doing well. Before we get started, let's introduce everybody, starting with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Who's adjusting a pillow. There we go. Then we've got ah, the man. for my back. You know, that haunted house thing, I wrecked my back swinging through the iron gates, if you saw the video. Hang on, hang on. we got to say hello to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's going on, fellas? Looking sharp today. Thank well, you. T- and, hang on, just wait a second. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We have all the people, and we've got a, a chat room full of people. We've got Iris in Germany, <laughs> Emperor Drew in Los Angeles, Dave Hughes in the UK, Iris in Germany. I think uh, I think I saw Goddess. Hi, Goddess. Let's see who else. Dave Hughes from New York. Um, anyway, anybody who's in the chat room, hello, hello, welcome. We're gonna have a lot of fun for you today. Go ahead, Ron. Take it away. Now he wants me. <laughs> anyway, we dress today. I dress today because I have an announcement to make. I am going to model. At age 77 years old, I have been asked by the Chulo Underwear Company <laughs> to model their sexy, tight, very brief underwear. Chulo? Chulo. C-H-U-L-O. Chulo. Chulo underwear. It's a great underwear. What's wonderful about it and why I'm doing it is 100,000 years ago, I made a vow when AIDS came out that I would do all I could for benefits. I would work my own and I started Have a Heart, which was my benefit that all the money went to AIDS research with Elizabeth Taylor Foundation. So I'm not going to go back on my word when I said I will never refuse a benefit. When I was told by the Chulo people that all the money they make goes to scholarships, schools, all kinds of things that um, 
need money. I said, yes, I will certainly do it. But I want you to make certain that you let the press know that I'm 77 years old. Because that's my other fight is ageism. I don't like being told that I can't dress a certain way because I'm too old. I'm supposed to wear the old man uniform. No, all my life I have dressed very wild, very fashionable. When I was a hippie, when I was into Gucci and all that junk, I dressed well. I am not about to end my life like some old man in baggy pants with broken shoes and a suspenders, a beard, and a crew cut. So Goddess says, Chulo is a Puerto Rican saying when you find someone hot or cute. Oh, see, culo. That's culo. That's ass in, in Puerto Rican. She's saying culo. it's chulo, though. It's chulo. Yeah, but it's culo. It's really culo. Well, you're going to have a chulo culo. <laughs> well, I am. I am. And I'm going to do this with the best intention, and I'm going to myself and show the world that a man can be sexy at 77 years old and still be chic and fabulous and in with the times. Age is only a number. And today's 75 is yesterday's 40. There you go. What do you think, Chad? He's going to be modeling a little skimpy underwear. He's going on, a, it's like a 45-foot runway or something. He's That's going to right. be in front of like thousands of people. <laughs> and and a, a lot of press. So I can get a lot of good um publicity for my cause which is ageism stop saying that because somebody is 70 or 80 that they cannot wear today's fashions that they look ridiculous no we've got to keep up with the times and yet no matter what age you are you must dress accordingly to the era you're in i don't want to dress like 1945 or 1955 because men my age were smoking what they called guinea stinker cigars spitting it out at the bottom Court. That's not who Everybody I am. Everybody says congratulations. That's awesome. We want to say, hey, Stefan from Jimmy Star's World is in the chat room too. And uh, Zardrew says, oh, everybody's saying awesome. So, well, it and is. You guys, and I'll be taking video so you'll get to see it. Yeah, it is awesome because, you know, life is short. And why should we shorten it even more by not enjoying fashion? At 30, what are we supposed to do with 30? Cut off wearing our hair like this, if you have hair, which I do, and I'm going <laughs> to flaunt it. Damn it. Why I do you have say a, 30. Well, I think because they, if, over 30 years old, they say you have to dress conservatively. Oh, you have okay. to look like Donald Trump. I've never gotten that. See, before. Donald Trump is 70, and he looks 70. And I don't want to look like Donald Trump. You know, I want to never look like Donald well, Trump. Well, you know what I mean. If, if Donald Trump is the correct way to dress at 70, he can have it. That's right. I agree. It's not for me. And you've got your cool sunglasses shirt on with your peach blazer. It looks hot. Yeah. Now, I'm looking at the monitor. It's showing my hand and not my face. That's because it... I can't fix that screen. That's not the monitor. Oh, you have to watch that that's, oh good. Because I thought as I was talking, all you saw were my fingers. I would have done a finger dance on the table, you know, like da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Anyway, that's the big news. And that will be. And let me read it to you. I need my glasses, even though I'm 77. I can see far away like a pilot, but I can't see close up, damn it. It's September 13th, and it's at the Ritz Lounge at 369 West 46th Street, New York City. Um, I go on the runway at 830, and it's called A New Day. For tickets, go to a new day on your computer, and it should put it all up, pull it all up. If not, go to Chulo, C H U L O, and they have all the information there. Or go to my Facebook page, which is Ron Russell Show, on Facebook, and there's plenty of stuff up there telling you all about this fabulous benefit 
we expect to raise a lot of money because there are other celebrity um, models. There's a, a woman who's very rather large, and she's like 65. And so there are some older people there because we feel that underwear has no age. And if you want to keep your sex life going, wear sexy underwear, gentlemen, because not only does it turn you on when you put it on, but it turns him or she on as well. Him or her. Well, whatever. You want to go, an English teacher now? <laughs> I mean, you're lucky you know how to speak English at all. Yeah, anyway, right. I see he's got it correct. <laughs> Son of a... <laughs> no, it just sounds better. He or she. No, not you, you may be incorrect, Mr. But you didn't so. say he or she. You said him or she. No, I meant he or she. <laughs> all right? Excuse me. Do I get a gold star next week or do I get a fit, an F? No, you'll always get a gold star in my book. Yeah. Oh, Anyway, you lost my train of thought. My train of thought is gone. That's okay. You so now I have to end the conversation. So we went on a ghost hunt this weekend, you guys, and it was a blast. And we went to the – I forgot where we went. Where did we go? Oh, don't you know Pilgrim, anymore? Pilgrim State. We went to Pilgrim State Psychiatric Asylum. He can correct Asylum. my grammar, but he doesn't know where and, uh, he went last week. We Tell went me that's the, not age. We went to the <clears throat> the, the – uh, the, the Pilgrim State Psychiatric Center. Even speak. We did a video. It's only 16 minutes long because mm. we had troubles uh, getting in different places, but it's very funny. It's only been up for two days. It has 11,000 views, and, and all the comments were very, very uh, uh, nice. You guys definitely got to check it out. It was Eileen Shapiro from the Huffington Post, rock star journalist. It was Ron and I. It was Queen of the Paranormal, Kadrosha Onakarol, and pop star Aaron Paul. And uh, there's some very funny parts of it. And people made if you if you watch the video, please comment on YouTube. Um, all the comments have been almost all the comments have been good. We had 569 likes and one dislike, so one person didn't like it. And that probably was me, <laughs> because you know I told Jimmy when we were shooting it, I said Jim, the volume is too low on my mic. Up it. No, no, no. You're gonna get distortion. You don't get distortion. I know sound. I've been in business 58 years. Don't tell me about sound or lighting. And we didn't have proper lighting. So when you see this video, you can barely hear it and you can't even see it. That's another but thing, fellas. Turn the camera sideways so you get the wide angle next time. Well, you know, next time I told Jimmy, we're going to hire someone to come in with proper lighting, proper sound, because Jimmy's not Listen good at to this. this. Hold on. It stinks, Jimmy. It's not professional. Everybody loves it. I don't know why. I know, but this is the video that we did a test. <laughs> it stinks. It, I mean, I looked at it. I said, yeah, why don't you shove it in the mic? I know, I know, no, I'm showing you all the static that was in that, though, with the high mic. The static would have been better. At least they would have heard what we were saying. The fact that they cannot hear what we were saying was really bad. It was a very... Chad, you have to check it out and see what It you was think. a very Roger. terrible, amateur, disgusting, crappy, lousy, rotten film. That's wow. going I didn't viral. Even, I didn't, yeah, because people today are demented. They like insane shit like this. People wrote Please. the nicest things. They wrote how sexy yeah. Ron was, yeah, how much yeah. they loved Me Eileen. Meanwhile, there were 12 people that wrote in and 3,000 no, people 22. saw it. And how many thousand 22. saw it? Doesn't matter. Our how many video, people saw it? 11,000. 11,000 saw it. 11,000, no. Uh, 10,000 458 hated it, and the rest of them liked it. No, that's not <laughs> Please. true. Please, Jimmy, stop blowing smoke up your own ass. Huh? I'm not. Everybody check it out. I think you guys are going to like it. It's going to yeah, go Yeah, you're going to love it. It's so scary and so wonderful it's and so scary. funny. It's Please, funny. it was stupid. 
Anyway, anyway, everybody loved it. I hated it. I didn't want it on the air. But, you know, I'm from the olden days when a camera should be steady, lighting should be correct. And, and all people, the that's what all the comments were. All the comments were like, I'm so happy it's not that way because then it's just like every other show and nothing well, makes it any yeah, different. Yeah, but there are 18,000 people out there who prefer a show and not this. Jimmy, stop it. He's okay. always got to be right. I can't take it anymore. I swear to God, I I, I, I dream every day of leaving this show. I have dreams <laughs> about it. Chad, I, wake I even up read the, the comments to him that we got, though. Every I wake up in the that. middle of the night on Tuesday night, and I say, oh, uh, Wednesday again with that crappy vain. show. <laughs> so anyway, in three minutes, we're going to call our first guest, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And That's Chad, we're going to play some music while we're doing that going, but we'll wait another minute. Right. Um, how, what's the Florida like in, in, in what's the weather like in Florida? It appears mm. terrible. It's kind. Of, there's not a lot of wind going on. It's uh, sunny. It's cloudy. It's hot. You know, it's kind of like a standstill. Is the hurricane coming your way? Doubt it. I hope not. I the wish hurricanes hurricane love would, the Gulf. I wish that hurricane would blow to North Korea. Yeah, that was a lingering one, and wasn't it? Blow that fat fuck it right really out was. of drown him. It really was a lingering one. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been around for days. Yeah, but it only should go to North Korea and drown that fat bastard <laughs> that's causing us such grief. Good. Drown him, drown him. In the He's chat a, room, they're saying that the video that was hot. Well, I'm glad you all <laughs> liked it. I'm so happy, you know, but I'm a professional and that's how it is. I would, you know, I can't. I, today, the, the world today is so screwed up. Everything <clears throat> improper is proper. That's kind of true. Actually. It is true. You don't dress correctly. You dress like rag pickers and horrible people. <laughs> rag pickers. Your hair looks retarded with these teased up whatever we have on our heads now. I mean, people don't look like people. You know, there's a wonderful thing they put on Facebook. There was a picture of Cary Grant dressed in a suit carrying an overcoat. And next to him was some weird thing in the street. And they said, what has gone wrong? And I agreed with it. But most people think that that's... Um, oh, it's a runway picture of a guy walking down a runway. No, that was Cary Grant. I know. And well, a runway guy. The right. runway guy's like wearing ripped jeans and everything. It was funny. You know, yes, it was yesterday. And yes, you know, you can dress that way if you like. Um, it's up to you. Wardrobe is up to you. That's how it has to be. Just the way you feel. All right. So, Chad, let's do this. How about we play a, a video for somebody? And while we're playing it, we try to get in touch with our first guest. All right. Um, why don't we play uh, September by American High. They were the band that we had on last week. And as you're playing the video, you see if you can get him for us. Will do. All right, everybody. So here's September by the awesome band American High. They were our guests last week. Everybody loved it. And thanks for going to their SoundCloud and listening to it because they got, I think, 10,000 plays or something after coming on the show. So thanks so much for tuning in. hope you guys like it. Here it is, September. <laughs>
you go, Jimmy. Yeah, all right, everybody. So that was American High, and the name of the song was September, available at all the digital download sites around the world. And now we're just going to, before we introduce you, we're just going to do a quick hi and make sure everybody can hear you. James Faulkner, how are you? And say hello. Hello, everybody. I'm very, very good. It's uh, 9.15 at night here. I'm uh, somewhere in the Mediterranean. I'm not really at liberty to disclose where, but I'm very good. Thank you. And I've been uh, traveling all day, but I'm here now. I've had a good dinner. I've got a black coffee in front of me. I'm sobering up fast now I'm in front of you. <laughs> all right. So now that we know we can hear you, we're going to do the introductions. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the esteemed, incredibly talented actor, Mr. James Faulkner. Hello and welcome to the show. Hello, thank you very much. It's a delight to be on your show. What a pleasure, what a pleasure. Thank Don't you. embarrass me now. It's late at night for me. I'm tired and I've, uh, <clears throat> I've already, I've been on the second, the second bottle of wine, I think. There we go. I was sharing, I was sharing. I was sharing. I'm, I'm, I'm well lubricated. I'm ready for anything you throw at me. All right, so let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Ron! And by, and by the way, the pleasure is all ours, because <laughs> you, my friend, have worked with one of the people I am madly, totally enchanted and in love with. And that. she is a woman, not a guy. You would think it was a guy, because I'm gay. <laughs> yeah. And Jimmy's my husband, so he gave me permission. But her name is Michelle Doggery. 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 She was in, uh, what do you Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey with you. Yes, yeah, she, she was. She played Mary. He's she so was. in love with her, it's funny. funny. It's rare to meet a woman of such elegance. What was that? Yeah, I didn't have a lot to do with her, unfortunately, in the show, but I mean, there was a little bit. I remember saying to her one day across the dinner table, you know, I think old man Cinderby has a bit of a thing about your character, Michelle. And she looked at me and she said, go on, James, go for it. Go for it, James. Go for it. <laughs> she has a wonderful <laughs> I think she's, a, she's a brilliant actress. We're going to see That's lots of her. And she's very, very different to the character that she plays, I can tell you. She's very straight, down to earth, very, very funny. Nothing, nothing like her rather tricky, egocentric character. She's a terrific girl, and it's no one, no surprise to me that she's having a big success in the states with her show. Well, we watched five. Uh, we watched five episodes. episodes. What's going on? Oh, I don't know. Out of the screen suddenly. <laughs> what is that? He said we switched sides. I don't know. I don't even know why that did that, but I'm not going to try and fix it now. <laughs> I mean, these cameras go crazy. I don't know. Hey, boys, we're on the wrong we watched we watch Good Behavior, five episodes of it last night, though, because like, he likes her so much. Like Literally, he'll watch Downton Abbey like five times. He's going to keep watching it over and over so he can see her. But. Now, they should get you to work with her well, on her new it. show. I think you I and she it. together will blow the tubes. I would blow love it. Blow the tubes. I think I, you know, it's very good for me to work with clever young girls. She's yeah. brilliant. I, I say to you, she's, <laughs> believe it or not. Hey, keep I, me looking modern and young. I love it. I, I knew Betty Davis. We were friendly. And I've never compared anyone's work to Betty's because she was brilliant. But Michelle's work is equal to Betty because she can do an American accent. She plays a prostitute, a drug addict, a thief, yeah. a murderess. On Abby, she played a snobby, bitchy uh, ladyship. I mean, the girl has no end to her range. Neither do you. And that's why I'm segueing into you. I happen to enjoy all of your work, and I know you for a long time because I'm 77, and you've been around a, a, the bush a couple I, of times. I'm not far <laughs> off, you darling. I've been around. I'm in, my, I think, my 48th year as a professional performer. 
but I'm still here. We're still doing it, aren't we? Absolutely, and doing We're still it. Still knocking it out there. I mean, you look absolutely stunning for your age. You're still a good-looking, sexy guy, like a Sean Connery kind of guy. Yeah, that's what I say to my agent. By the way, it's interesting you should, <laughs> you should know this. I refer to my agent as Betty. We write to each other as Betty and Joan. <laughs> so awful to each other. <laughs> Wait, well, you know what? Hold so on. We forgot to introduce a couple people, so we need to introduce you to our man behind yeah. the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. James, Chad? James, welcome, you? sir. Good to have you. Thank you very much. And we well, have a I chat have room. No image of you, Chad. Oh, you can't see Chad. <laughs> we have a you chat sound, room. You sound as old as I look, Chad. Thank you, thank you, James. <laughs> He's in the station in Florida because we we come out of Florida through New York through everywhere. That's why sometimes we have. Anyway, let's get to the. Point. Hold on, we have a chat room full of people from all over the yeah. world. Every major wow. country is represented. So say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everybody. It's 9.15 here. No, not what I'm saying. It's, we've been on it. It's 9.20 here in Valletta, Malta. And, there we uh, go. We're somewhere oh. in New York County, I guess. Um, now, yeah. Yes. Now, yeah. you have played some of, the, some of my friends, my very dear friends you've made movies with. Jimmy read me the list, and I fell backwards. I said, my God, he knows as many celebrities as I do. Uh, I do. I'm the missing link. Yeah. Do you realize that? I'm I the missing link between yeah. the old and the new Hollywood. Now. Right. I work with them all pretty much. Well, Angelina Jolie is my number one because she was my daughter Deirdre's best friend, and they grew up together when we lived in yeah. Beverly Hills. Yeah, they went to school wow. together. Angie played in my house all the time as a young girl, and then as a teenager. John and I were very friendly for a long time, John Voight. And uh, right. Angie, Angie was a very exceptional uh, person, very... Um, a wonderful heart, but mixed up. But a mixed I've up. Never, I've never met her. Uh, we don't live that far from each other in uh, in the south of France, right? In Provence, but she has a place in Draguignan, and and I have a place between uh, Saint Maxime and Grimaud, which is not that far away. Well, that's my permatan. Yes. Go, get to know her. Call her up and invite her for dinner because she's a lovely person, very smart. Well, she, makes, she makes a very good rosé wine, the estate these days. Oh, really? Chateau Miraval. Chateau, okay. Chateau good Miraval. For her. Yeah. Good for Actually, her. I, did, I did a thing that I like to do when we have guests on who have such incredible careers. And, and this is something because a lot of times the guests are somewhat humble, even though you play all these, like, you know, far out characters. Somewhat that are, humble? That are not. Oh, he's not humble. <laughs> You're not humble in the least. So dear. here we go. But I'm going to do a, a quick rundown. And this isn't everybody you've worked with. This is just ones that I think that everybody will. will uh, and I'll raise know my hand awesome. when I know them or knew them. So uh, you guys, James Faulkner's worked with almost everybody on the planet, including Peter Finch, Michael York, James Mason, Michelle Dockery, Stacey Keach, Christopher Plummer, Suzanne York, Angelina Jolie, Christopher Lee, Sybil Danning. We just interviewed her. Sybil's my ago. dear friend. Yes, I love Danning. him. I love Sybil Dining and I. You lovers with her? Yeah, we were we we were we were we played lovers. That's as oh, far as I'm prepared to go. Do, do, on a, on a picture which we shot in Rhodesia in 1975 during the Civil War, and we'd get to the set some mornings, and it would have been mortared. <laughs> I, I love. I kid you not. And I was at the tenth ball of independence on the next table to uh, to Prime Minister Smith. When he made his extraordinary speech, never in a thousand years will there be black majority rule here in Rhodesia. And I threw a streamer at him and hit him on his tin cheek <laughs> for daring to say such nice. a disgraceful thing. And he was out of power. He didn't So there you go. 
great moments in history that I have participated in. Well, I always, love good, Sybil always, and good, always good shooting a picture during a civil war. <clears throat> yes. <Yep. laughs> Hang on, I'm going to keep it going. We got John. Well, just let me make a plug for Sybil. Sybil's John got Hurt, a comic. Yeah. She's got a comic book out. You got to get her comic book. Sybil Danning uh, as a as a superhero woman, and the comic uh, book is fabulous, and she's fabulous, and I love her. There we go. Hold on, John Hurt, Patrick Stewart, Robert De Niro, Burt Lancaster. Oh, Burt. Burt Lancaster. Bob Hoskins, Rock Hudson, Raymond Rock Burr, Hudson. William Hurt, Ian McKellen, Ava Gardner, Eddie Albert, Anthony Hopkins, Gene Hackman. That's my favorite. Really? Teresa Russell, Mickey Rourke, Joe Pesci, Stephanie Powers. Yes. You know him. Richard Stephanie. Yes. Yes, Richard. Stephanie Powers and I played lovers. There you go. I love Stephanie. She's she's amazing. If you can get her to stop talking, you're wonderful. Martin Sheen, Jacqueline Bissett, Donald Pleasant, Jeremy Piven, Thomas Ian Nicholas, who's a pretty good friend of mine, actually. Charlize Theron, Virginia Madsen, Patrick Bergen, Virginia Madsen. James McAvoy, Peter Dinklage, Kit Harrington, Jeffrey Rush, Kate Beckinsale, Theo James, Jim Broadbent, Renee Zellweger, Matt Damon, Christian Bale, Timothy Oliphant, Ryan Felipe Collins, not including everybody. Downton Abbey. Uh, which, like the right. cast on the Most people, people from and Game of Thrones. Interestingly, when I worked with Rock Hudson, the last time I was in Valletta, Malta, was with Rock Hudson 37 years ago on The Martian Chronicles, directed by the great Michael Anderson, Ray Bradbury's The Martian Chronicles, and Rock Hudson was the leader of the mission to Mars. And what did I play? I played the Martian. Dear God. <laughs> <laughs> he was a very, very sweet fellow. Uh, very dear man. I and, know that. Uh, he would. Uh, he'd have me over twice a week for gin and tonics to play bridge. I made up. I made up his bridge for some. He didn't cook you any chicken livers. <laughs> no, chicken, no. He, he was. A, he was famous for serving chicken livers. Seriously. I don't know. He was pretty. I tell you, he was pretty. He was a pretty mean with an embroidery needle. <laughs> yeah. He. He was a very sensitive. Uh, I was down at the Macmillan set when I was on another set at Universal, and uh, I heard Rock say to the script people, I can't do that line. And they said, why? He said, right. way, too, way too feminine. He said, I, I don't do the lines like that. I forgot what the line was, but he rewrote it. He hid his homosexuality more than anyone in, I ever met in Hollywood, and I know all of gay Hollywood, uh, obviously. Uh, and Rock, Rock was very sensitive about people referring to him as gay. Yet, in private, he was as gay as a lock. I mean, he'd flip around and sing. <laughs> he was the biggest queen I ever met. And, you know, in real life, he was so butch. I mean, in film, he was so butch. Yeah, God bless yeah. him. I'm so sorry that that rotten disease He was, del he was delightful company. He was an elegant man. And, and, Beautiful and actually, man. It, re it really didn't matter what his sexuality was. He was no, not at all. Well, to me, it, it did. It shouldn't matter anyway. No, it mattered no. to me because I kept batting my eyelashes and he kept ignoring it. Oh, God, give me a bat. <laughs> Yeah, I give them a bat. So so here's what here's the thing. Okay, so in the last like five years you're basically like have big character roles like in like the hottest shows like on television, which I know it's amazing, isn't it? I managed I don't know how that's occurred, but I I've managed to stay current, you know. Crusty so you old got, thing that I am. You I, got I keep turning up in all the current big hits. So you got Randall Tarley in Game of Thrones. You got uh, Pope Sixtus the Fourth in Da Vinci's Dreams, which by the demons, I mean, which by the demons. way, which I have to say, I just started watching because I didn't know that much about it. I keep seeing all your tweets saying Popey this and Popey that, and I was I didn't yeah. even get it. Then I watched your reel 
yeah. you have a reel up there where you're like totally like naked beating people up as the Pope, which I was like, oh my god, this is the coolest show ever. So I'm start just started watching it, which is which takes us back to the ages thing that he was talking about because it's he plays the show. Pope. He plays the Pope in Da Vinci's Demons. And it's a major character, and then there's a scene where he's, like, taking a bath, and everybody's disturbing his bath, and he, like, beats the guy, but he's totally naked, like, totally, like, full frontal, totally like, everything. Totally full frontal. But what you don't you know, know is it, took, it took a whole season of people to work it out. I also play my twin brother, who I keep in the basement, oh, that's who's, nice. the re who's the real Pope. The Pope what? you see is the usurper. Ah. He's the fake Pope. It's oh, really good stuff. Really I good can't stuff. wait to see. Everybody's so, talking about it, so I can't so wait to go a, watch. One is a psychopath. Uh, he's the one. He's, he's the one on the on the on the throne of St. Peter. And then there's the <laughs> depressive who he keeps in the basement. You know, who eventually escapes and turns into a sort of rock god. Not I can't. Do you know who did the first stand-up nude? Frank Longello. And Frank is a fabulous actor. Do you know Frank Langella? I don't know Frank Langella. Oh, yeah. Well, he's easy to know. But, he's but, he's but very I, friendly. I, I was, the last time I was in Los Angeles, somebody said to me, you remind me of a kind of like a Brit version of Frank Langella. That's Langella. what I was going to say to you. Yeah. I was going there. And doing what you did is something. Well, you know, if you got it flaunted. I mean, I'm modeling next yeah. to underwear for Cachulo Underwear Company no. for benefit. For benefit, really? at 77, I'm strutting around. But luckily, I can do well with the bathing suit and not look like, you know, I, I'm lacking <laughs> any goodies. <laughs> so well, if you got it, flaunt it, baby. lacking goodies, I must tell you that when uh, I was asked to do the full frontal nude scene, that David uh, S. Goyer, who was the showrunner and uh, the go-to man for, for the uh, DC comic strip, rang me up. He said, James, he said, uh, do you have any problem with being full frontal? I mean, you've read the script. I said, I've read the script. I'm aware of what you require. I said, do you have any problem? I said, well, no, not at all, David. The thing is, I said, you do understand that in the 15th century that it was considered a mortal sin to be circumcised in the Catholic Church. So, unfortunately, I can't do the scene. <laughs> oh, you sneaky little rabbit. Oh, you little devil. <laughs> so they did a body double? He said, oh, that's no problem. We'll make you a prosthetic. Oh, go away. <laughs> so you had to sit in the makeup chair while they put a prosthetic on your wang? Yeah, it's worse. I said, no, I don't want a prosthetic. I said, do it CGI. Make it huge. Make it enormous. No, it was a prosthetic. <laughs> and I said, well, it have... I said, it's very delicate, the membrane. I said, it can only be put on orally. You understand? <laughs> no, I didn't get away with it. I didn't win that battle. I can't win a battle. You so are hysterical. Morning, I love you. Following You're... Monday morning, there's just me and the prosthetics man in the prosthetics trailer. Oh, my God. Did you see the game last night? No, I was watching the football. I was watching the rugby. Another cup of coffee? And we kept that going for 55 minutes, and eventually the bell goes, and, okay, oh, here we go. And well, you're I going to be in the bath all day, and we can't use a water-soluble glue. Ouch! No, we're going to use crazy glue? <laughs> Listen, was it a makeup man, and did he fall in love with you? He did not fall in love with me. Oh, okay. Was, no, he did not fall in love with me, and I didn't fall in love with him. And it was a makeup man. He's never spoken to me since. <laughs> <laughs> but listen to what he could say. He could say, you know, I played with Faulkner's wiener for over an hour. Yeah, he said, yes. I still have the prosthetic. <laughs> I'm going to auction it on your show right this moment. <laughs> That's hilarious. 
I think you are sensational. I'm all a prosthetic foreskin as worn by Popey. I think it's great. I want my viewers to hear this and see this. You can have a sense of humor at any age. There's a gentleman that is so young at heart. He's funnier than you stupid 20-year-olds that are tweeting yeah. all day and you don't know your asses He's from He's funnier your than people that get paid to do stand-up, honey. Trust me. <laughs> no, but wait a minute. The young ones Did today, wait, all they know how to do is tweet. They have no personalities. They don't even no. speak to each other. It's no. sinful. Mind you. It's difficult. It's, it's, it's really hard having an opinion today. I mean, if you're a stand-up, you've got to have an opinion. You have to have a view of life. And that's Absolutely. really difficult today because every time you open your mouth, you're going to offend somebody. Absolutely. It's getting harder and harder, and everybody now has a means of expressing. You know, and right. they, can, they, can, they can fire off a, the brickbats the following second. What, you know, wherever you are in the world, and you can be shot down in frames. I hope. I hope that I still continue to travel this world with an open heart and with love and still find great joy in this world. And I hope people understand that. And I don't criticize any particular group or race or creed or whatever it is. I'm having a good time and I want you to have a good time along with me. So well, that's how, that's nobody be horrid to me. I don't deserve it. Do yeah. me a favor real quick. We're losing part of your head. Flip the back part back a little. There we go. Yeah. There we go. I, I, feel, the, I feel the same I'm way you the do. I'm to live here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hold the screen in order to have any light on me. James, I got lots of emails saying, Ron, what's your political party, Democrat or Republican? And I it's said, old. no, I'm a free thinker. I'm not a yeah. Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I'm a free thinker. Yeah. Whoever I think is right and can do the good job, I will vote for. They don't That's necessarily come in, Ron, but you're, you're a pragmatist. Yes, you're, you're a, a pragmatist. Oh, I thought you said a faggotist. <laughs> no, I said a pragmatist. <laughs> you gotta like love it. I love so, okay, it. So, I, you know what? I love you. I hope we meet one day. I I do film also. I do film also. I'm an actor. I've been in a lot of television but one day when you're in LA, we've got to have lunch. The whole gang of us because you are a hoot. I, I wanted... come over from time to time. I come because I have a son who lives in uh, Los Angeles, and indeed now a grandson. Oh, so you've oh, got congratulations! To go. And you, you have a gorgeous. Yeah, thank you. You have a gorgeous wife. I see I all have the a gorgeous on wife. Oh. How old is your wife? Twenty-five, thirty. My wife is uh, younger. Her age. Her age is not important, and I would never reveal it. But I, I will tell you that my wife and I have been together since the day we met on October the twenty-sixth, nineteen seventy-six. We have oh. never been apart. Good. She came to interview me for the Tatler and Bystander magazine, which is a society magazine in England. And I was the bachelor of the month and uh, had been asked by Dunhill to uh, model their first collection of tweeds, which I did in a light drizzle on Hampstead Heath. And Kate, and Kate was my interviewer and wrote the article. And at 6.30 in the evening, I proposed to her and we have never been apart. Oh my God! Well, Jimmy and I have a pretty good record. We're never apart. We work together. Well, we've only been together five years. <laughs> yeah, but that well, you oh, know. Oh wow, that's pretty good. I don't have forty to give you unless you want to <laughs> contact me. We've managed forty-one today. No, oh I'm my saying, gosh, though, that's really good because your wife—I literally—I thought your wife was about forty. So, like, uh, she's she looks incredibly one right. like you. She looks fabulous for her age, and she's incredibly beautiful. We keep each other young, Jimmy. There that's you go. The you love it. I that's love it. The answer. But seriously, I wish I had 40 years to give Jimmy. But he can have <laughs> a seance if he wants. He can have a seance. And I promise I'll come through. Come and, and haunt him. 
<laughs> one, so, so, I'll kill the next one that comes along because after I croak, he's going to go find somebody else. Uh, I feel uh, sorry for that poor queen. I will torture her to wait death. Wait a sec. So go back. <laughs> you are a caution, my darling. Go, go, really go, go. I'll hold you to that. The next time I'm coming over, I'll direct message you and we'll get together and I'm have serious. a couple of times. I'm serious. Do you ever go to New York? Because we're in New York a lot. I, I haven't been recently. Uh, if somebody would care to invite me, I'm, I will happily turn up. No, well, we'll invite you, but I'm saying I have a lot of friends that you probably have worked with or know out in L.A., and I would like to have a little bit of a gang of us all together, the funny ones. All, like, you know, I was dear, dear friends with Richard Blackwell, Mr. Blackwell, the 10 worst mm -hmm. wrestlers guy. You actually played yeah. a somebody named Richard Blackwell in a movie, didn't you? Did you play Richard Blackwell? I did. Blackwell? Not that Richard Blackwell. Not my Richard Blackwell. Yeah, my my no, Blackwell? No, was a different Blackwell, oh. but he played a character anyway, named Richard Blackwell. But I have played a Richard Blackwell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I thought Well, so. anyway, Mr. Blackwell had a sense of humor similar to yours. He was very dry-humored and hilarious. Of course, he's gone now, and I'm sorry, but you two would have had the best time together. Hang on, hang on, though. I want to go back to Popey for just one more second. Popey! So, yeah. Popey splendid. Because I, I really can't to watch this show. Like, I really just started yesterday when I was looking at, I looked at your reel yesterday, and I was like, Oh my gosh, this looks like such an... And then I started Googling it and, and seeing all the comments. You guys, it's on Star's channel network, by any way. Anybody who wants to know. Okay, so like when you're in that scene, is, is anything else prosthetic? Do you have a real rear <laughs> end or did they like give you a fake butt? No, they did not. No, I was. I put weight on to play that. Role. I've, I've lost... I've, I've taken off... I've taken off 20 pounds since I played Pope. <laughs> You, know, now, you, can't what, what, a, you can't play the Pope thin, especially not when he's in the bath with, you know, young men of 18 years old. He's got to be fat and bald and horrible, you know, and rumbly voiced. And also because I was playing the brother, I, so I had to play one concave and one convex, you know, that's, that's as clever as I get as an actor. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way he speaks, the way he thinks, the way he, he gets it out there. It's so unusual. Not like here in our country. We're very quick, frank, and brutal. But you have such class. You could probably say, go fuck yourself, and it sounds like a compliment. I could. Do you want me to try? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> you don't mind. I'm enjoying myself, Ron. It's a, ple it's a pleasure talking to you, both of you. Well, we have a crazy show. We're famous. You know, we're number one. No, but you're funny. But I didn't realize that. You know, this is all new to me. And I've never done an interview online. This is a whole new world to me. Uh, well, we started it. Jim, Jimmy and I started this, believe it or not. Now many people are following us. But we're the number one uh, show web in the show. web show in the world. We, you're, you're being wow. seen right now by over four and a half million not people. Not yet. By the time you're we get done, by the time no, we I'm get not. done in syndication, it'll be four, uh, a little over four million. Yeah, people. and we're in every country. We're in Germany, England. We're in uh, Australia. We're we're all over the place. So wow. Jimmy and I started off with this crazy show being just ourselves, and yeah. it's not an interview show. It's a conversation show. It's like we're having, we're having cocktails. Yeah. You and I are having drinks with Jimmy, and this Pretty is what. And the people absolutely love it. And the, well, friend, the friendlier we are. I mean, your show, I got <laughs> news for you, my dear. Your show, I'm going to tell you what your hits are. Your show is going to get outrageous hits. I know it he already. He means your show, meaning really? your guest appearance your on guest our show. Your guest appearance really? now. We wow. call it your show because it, it's going on Roku TV where people can access it whenever they want. We have a... a thing on Roku. So we're very, very visible. We're very, very big, but we're not show-offs and we don't brag. We just do publicity. There's a difference. You no, know, Ron, when I started as an actor, it never occurred to me that one would ever 
achieve any celebrity or notoriety or anything. It was really about the work and, and about transformation. My whole career has been about transforming and being other people, being part of the story, being the pop-up in the storybook. So when, I, when I'm stopped in the street on the rare occasion, it's like being smacked in the face. <laughs> it really is. It's like being smacked in the face because it means that I'm still visible, whereas I sh oh, should you are. You're a great actor. Listen, let me give you a little Brooklyn, okay? What's where I'm from? Yeah. Real, real tough guy talk. I hear it. If you sucked, you wouldn't be on film. You're a good <laughs> actor, and that's why they go after you, because they know they can enhance their shitty movie by having you in it. All right? No, no, no but that's, not, that's not the point. That's not the point I'm making, Rob. The point I'm making is that mm -hmm. I only want you to think of the... You know, I don't want you to think of the actor when you when 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 that character comes on. I want you to be in the story, absolutely, following the story with that character, with that role. So you place. That's why I get so much. Pressure. I've been doing this for a long time, and and I've been ignored. When I have a putative title for my my autobiography, which is acting in a vacuum. Yes, but also you live in the south of France, and you would not have been able to live in the south of France if you took tokens in the subway. True, true. Look at me, permatan from Sunset. I mean, I live it. No, but so you must have made a damn good living at actors, which most don't. So you're very lucky to have lived a good life as an actor. Yeah. And, and working, still be working and, 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 and at, at our wonderful young ages because you and I are certainly not I, I feel I am much younger than I am don't you yes I do of course you act more you, you, you are younger than you I, I believe you're 70 according to your 69, oh, no, 69. Next year, I'm 69 I'll be, I'll be 70 next year and you know what when you're my age you'll be the same if not better we just keep going and going until we explode and then well, it's all yes. I'm having. I'm, uh, uh, one feels I should have a little bit of reconstructive work done very shortly. Just a beautiful, you're a beautiful you know. 69 year old man. I am natural. I didn't do anything to my face. I don't believe in that shit. If nature makes you look young and handsome when you're 100, stay natural. Because you got the more minute, hair than I got, Brian. Well, yeah, I've always. I'm Italian. Italians have hair. You know, <laughs> oh, that's what it is. I mean, yeah. Italians are not an Italian. I, well, there's a few I know that are bald. That's because they wore peak hats all their lives. But let's go. Hold on. I never wore a hat. Therefore, my hair was always growing. Very wise. Don't constrict your follicles. Exactly. You because <laughs> the hat, what happens is the hat, the, <laughs> the hat protects the skull from the yeah. sun and the weather. So the yeah. hair decides not to grow. But if you would never wear a hat, the hair is to protect your skull. This is what I read in, in one of the things on my Facebook page. People that wore hats since seven, year, eight years old, these stupid peak hats, are bald today. Almost certainly. The terrible, and the thing about going bald, of course, is you, you lose the early warning system. You know, So when you get to a low doorway, the first thing that goes is the, is the scalp, not the hair that moves. Yes. Oh. <laughs> you don't, you don't have feelers. Your hair is your feeler. I agree. Yeah. So you play yeah. like such a wide variety of like different <clears throat> characters, and, yeah. uh, and you, a lot of times you play somebody. I mean, because you're so friendly, like on Twitter, you're friendly, and like uh, now you're very friendly. But a lot of times you play such characters that everybody like is totally fucking Awful. intimidated by. Yeah. Randall Tarley, Randall Tarley, what a nightmare! A man with absolutely no sense of humor. But then and, you're uh, Uncle Jeffrey. Then you're Uncle Jeffrey, who's kind of oh, like Uncle a perfect. 
Yeah, Uncle Jeffrey is a complete idiot. You know, <laughs> <he was laughs> have, have you ever played a character that you're embarrassed of? Because I did. I played a movie not long ago, and I hate the movie, and I'm so sorry I was ever in it, but they promised me one thing, and they delivered another. Has that ever happened to you? Uh, well, I know what you mean about uh, you, you, you think you're giving one performance and you give another because it's been tweaked in the end. It doesn't, it doesn't, it hasn't really happened that badly. I duck the role usually in the first place if there's going to be any real ambiguity. I mean, there are, there are a couple of types of people who I will not play because I simply don't want to make that journey. Which okay. are, which are? Well, I, I don't need to go into that, but there are, there are a couple of, there are a couple of journeys that I will not make wrong. Well, one no. thing I, one thing though, I noticed by going on your IMDb, which you guys should check it out because it's like super impressive. Um, well, excuse me, I have to interrupt you. Well, Jewish is not one because you play, no, you play Jewish man in Abbey. <laughs> so now I got to figure out: Have you ever played a gay I've man? I played Herod, King of the Jews, darling. I've done, I've played, I've done a load have you ever of played, Have you ever played a gay man? Um, have I ever played a gay man? Well, Sixtus the Pope is gay. He's largely homosexual. Okay, so you, that's not it either. So what's left that you wouldn't play? <laughs> no, there are a couple. A clan or a Nazi. Would you play a Nazi soldier? Yeah, I'd play a Nazi because it'd be kind of fun and they have pretty uniforms. So there's nothing left that you shouldn't <laughs> do. I can't imagine. Yeah. And, well, well, what fun to be, on, you know, to be on the other end of a telescope, you know, in a, in a submarine or something. I've, I've only ever played comedy Nazis, curiously. Comedy uh, Nazis. They are. I've done that business, yes. Right. Now, I, 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 I don't mind. Uh, that's quite all right. Uh, uh, actually, in, in anything, period, I, I, I'm unlikely to have a problem with anything that's in You've the past. You've done a lot of that. You've done a lot a of period lot. ones. And you look period. But, I, mean, you could but I love Prince. that. But, you know, but that's the great thing about being an actor. You know, you have the keys to the time machine. So Not so, all. Not all. I mean, Tony no, Curtis... Tony Curtis, who I knew and who I loved very much, Tony was a friend yeah. of mine. He could not play period for his life. He, he still sounded like he Brooklyn, Bronx, yeah. and New York. And yeah. I teased Tony about it, and he got mad. He really got angry with me. He said, I did a very good job in Spartacus. I smiled. Well, He's smiling. Yeah. For I yeah. said, because when you said something to Kirk Douglas like data water, <laughs> the water. <laughs> Water. That's a giveaway. So, Bethlehem, <laughs> which way? <laughs> right, right, right. So, how was? I how, love Tony Curtis. I loved was, him. How was Underworld, and how was Kate Beckinsale? Because Chad, who's our engineer, whenever we ask him like who he would want to meet out of anybody, he thinks she's like the hottest. Um, and so, how was Underworld, and how was Kate Beckinsale, and how did you well, like Kate doing vampire? Kate Beckinsale is is fabulous. I first met Kate when she was about a year old. Oh wow. Yeah, well, I, because I I knew her father a little bit, and uh, he was working at, at the old Ten Studios down in Teddington, and I was there doing a series. And uh, he asked me back for tea one day, and there was this little brat, you know, crawling around the kitchen floor, and that turned out to be Kate Beckinsale. Oh, cool. <laughs> and uh, and then many years later, I did a series called D uh, Devices and Desires, mm -hmm. and. Uh, uh, I played uh, the head of a power sta nuclear power station, and Gemma Jones played my wife, and we had to be played as kids, and Kate Beckinsale played Gemma Jones as a kid, and my son Guy played me as a teenager. Okay, so I that's great. I worked with her when she was 14, met her when she was one, worked with her when she was 14, so it was only a pleasure to be on the set in, uh, in uh, uh, the Czech Republic. 
And how did you like that? Largely shot in Prague. It, uh, it was a bit of a disappointment for me, the film, if I'm honest. <laughs> because I, I, I remember asking the director, I wanted to have a discussion with her about um, vampire DNA. Okay. And uh, because I felt that one should somehow suggest that fizzing in your veins was a, 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 a different metabolic makeup, if you like. And I, we sat down to have the talk. Her phone rang and she left the room. So I never had the talk. So when I saw the film, I felt I was somewhat out of kilter with everybody else because most people were playing it as if they were the vampire next door. I didn't feel any particular style or any, or, 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 or that they belonged to a different breed of, of being. And I wanted to try and explore that. And uh, let's just say, let's just be polite and say I was disappointed. Okay. All right, that's a fair analysis. But that's cool, though, just doing the whole vampire werewolf right. thing, because that's but something she's different. But uh, she's great, and uh, you know, nobody looks better in a, in a vinyl catsuit. Yeah, I yeah, bet that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Did you hear that, Chad? Got it all. <laughs> there, there's another actress that has been so overlooked by Hollywood. When I was very young, I used to do wigs on Broadway, you know, style the wigs for Hermione yeah. Gingold and also for Tammy Grimes when she was doing Unsinkable Molly Brown. I was right. downstairs, in, downstairs in the tombs, and there was a baby carriage there. And in the baby carriage was Amanda Plummer. No, maybe a year, a year and a half old. Uh, 30 or 40 years later, I ran into Amanda at the Ivy in L.A., and I said to her, I knew you when you were a baby, and I told her the story. Now we became friendly. We sat down together. We had dessert. I said, what the hell is going on with your career? I uh -huh. said, you are one of the most brilliant, intense actresses I have ever seen on the screen. You're phenomenal. And she said, I'm just not beautiful. I said, really? You don't think you're beautiful? There's all kinds of beauty, my dear. And your beauty is in your talent and your beauty is in your, your look. I said, you've got to get more work. And she held my hand and had tears in her eyes. She is the sweetest tiniest little dearest thing in the world and for anybody out there that's looking for a tremendous actress please contact amanda Plummer's agent she needs to go to work she was in hunger games well i remember when i remember when she first appeared and i was very struck by just how arresting she was on the screen she's fabulous don't you agree yeah i do agree i do agree and and you remind me that i haven't seen her in, in uh uh, recently that much I, well, I, I she's was, gotten, I was she's gotten really prettier. struck by her when she first appeared she was in the what second is she is she related to christopher her daughter his daughter christopher Plummer's oh, daughter oh, she is oh right oh, well that's yeah, he that's, was that's, married to tammy grimes her mom is tammy yeah. grimes and her dad is christopher Plummer. and she's absolutely and he one did of a movie with christopher ron Plummer. i'm very very bad at show business genealogy i really am it's it's <laughs> it's not my study that's but okay. I, I work. I work with Christopher in 1974. I think uh, a film called my first lead in a film, a film called Conduct Unbecoming. Which well, he's is a great guy. Uh, he's a nice which film, a, which is a really nice movie, and 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 Christopher's in it. And it's the film is a, the film is a, a story of it's Michael York and myself uh, on the uh, northwest frontier, and uh, I'm accused of uh, raping um, uh, Susanna York. And uh, Michael York defends me, and I didn't do it, but I take I take the rap because I want to be kicked out of the regiment. Okay, that's a hell of a way to do it. So I, yeah, <laughs> in the trade, in the trade, the film was known as Back Passage to India. Yes. Okay. So I, I have a question though for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
That gives you a clue. Yes. Uh, the form of rape that I was Yes, I got you. Back passage. No, I got <laughs> it. I got it. It's all to do with gonna... pig sticking, you see. No, I wasn't going to run with it because I can go on and on and on and turn it into an XXX-rated statement, and I don't <laughs> want to do that. that. No, because you're, no, you're much too classy for me to yeah. do that. So yeah. one thing, one thing that almost every actor has on, uh, like a list of like they were extras or had like really small roles like before they got started. But when you go to your IMDb, basically like, like you don't have like you weren't like an extra or I mean you basically started out with good roles right off the bat. Boy, that or they're not on IMDb. <laughs> I was very no, no, every. I don't know what happened. Hey everybody! So we hope you're enjoying this because like this has been a great interview and James Faulkner is awesome. And, he's uh, absolutely the best. He's fabulous. What a personality. Where are you? I go. You've gone away. There's that James. was us. They, no, that was James, us. James, they warned us that the terrible hurricane that's in the United States right now oh, yeah. would cause difficulty. So that we, cause we, we, we go from here to Florida and from Florida to you oh, and then out dear, to the dear, public. Dear, dear, dear. So yeah, I apologize yeah. for the but terrible... Is this, I, I hear the storm is retreating now, is that correct? It's supposed to, but they're afraid it's going to go out and come back in and hit Louisiana. Oh, right. It's a terrible, the worst hurricane ever to hit the United States. No, I, it, I've, 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 I've seen all the... I, I listen to the... I sleep very badly, so I, I listen to the, to the news during the night. So I'm, I'm fully up to speed on it. Right. There it's you an go. Awful, awful thing. Okay, so... But, so, because we only have a couple minutes left, because we're gonna yeah, have. Yeah, you want to get your tired of you get rid of me now. No, we're no. Why don't I wish we could have you? I, what can I tell you? The, se the top seven agents in London wrote to me the, the the day I was leaving drama school. I went straight joined an agency. Uh, the following day, I had a job, and uh, they, whatever. That's I've managed, awesome. I've, I've managed to stay, keep the balls in the air. Let's put it yeah. like that. That's <laughs> literally. <very good. laughs> now listen, James. I'm going to ask you a question, and please yeah. answer what I want you to answer. I will do my best. Back again on our show? Would I come back? Oh, you two are great. I, it would be a delight to come back. I'm loving your interview Everybody's so loving much. it. Next time we come, I won't schedule a second guest, so that way we can talk You know, you are such a personality. You have such a way about you. You're a cross between Clifton Webb's humor because Clifton Webb had fabulous humor, you know that. He had yeah. an attitude. Uh, he was a brilliant actor, Christopher. Uh, I mean, uh, Clifton Webb. And you're a cross between him and uh, Sean Connery. Well, that's a that's a compliment. Yeah, that's well, Clifton good. Webb too. Because Clifton Webb, just don't think of what he looks like. Just think of his sarcastic personality, yeah. and his sharp wit. And he was brilliant at it, and always, of course, filmed it that way. You, my friend, are. And this is no smoke up your butt because I don't do that. I'm from New York. I'm from Brooklyn. I tell it like it is or I keep my mouth shut. You, my friend, are a divine human being, actor, and person. And it is my pleasure to know you. Bro, and I've never said that to anybody else except Fran Drescher from The Nanny. <laughs> I know who I, Fran Drescher is. I love I auditioned, her. I auditioned for that part. And I didn't get it because I was too, you know, unconventional and bald. And they wanted the guy with the hair. <laughs> okay. Oh, Charles. So they had them both. Oh, Charles Shaughnessy. Their mistake. Was, was on That's our, right. Their mistake. <laughs> We've had both of them on the show, yeah. though. Charles yeah, Shaughnessy yeah. was on our show. Like, and Fran Drescher, of course. Yeah. Now, well, could you do me the I met them both subsequently. But there you go. Some, you, you can't win everyone, you know, um, just That's no, right. but they, they, you got millions of better things in a crappy TV show about a, nun, a nanny. <laughs> I mean, what? It's a cute show. I love Fran. She's you fabulous. Do. I love Fran. 
Look, what? Shit. No idea what's going on there. I don't know why. I don't know why off. it's doing it though. We have internet, so it's not us. It could be the storm. Hmm. It could be the storm. Yeah, God, it has to be because be every, <laughs> everything is functioning. Everything is functioning well. Hit your hit your uh, video button real quick. I did. <clears throat> oh, I don't see you now, Chad. Do you I'm see here. him? I've got myself. I don't. I can okay. see you, and I've got me. Okay. That's all right, because we're going to wrap yeah. it up now. So well, wait, 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 I want to ask him one more thing. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm full of favors today. Could you or would you kindly contact Michelle for us and ask her to contact <laughs> us? Because we des I desperately want her on this show. I have so much uh, to say about her fantastic work that I'm about to burst. Would you do that, or if all you do is recommend it, and that way, when I contact, I you, I will. Look, I don't I, I don't see her socially. I'm not I'm not part of her circle. She's in the states now, anyway, as far as I know. I I, yeah. I may be yeah. able to smuggle a message to her, Ron, and say that would I did be good. Just, it was just great fun. Just but, they, but the person they really want to talk to is you. Okay. No, not so. That. True. That's not me. <laughs> no, I love Michelle. I'm, I have to see. I'm listen. If I could push somebody's career, I am so for it. you. I don't even have to push because you're already a, a superstar. But if you were, and I push your career I'm too. More than the push, darling. If you could see the, you could see my back now. You'd see that key slowing down. It's time I had another wind. There you go. <laughs> well, I'll help wind it. First of all, everybody, because you notice that I tweeted for you for people to follow you, and you got like two thousand people followed you or something. I a thousand people 2, followed you. people because of you. And yes, and I will continue. What a tragedy that this man has so few followers. Was always one that came in after that. <laughs> That's okay. I'll get you some more cool ones. They'll a all heresy. like you. You made and a huge. I was getting on the plane. I was at Nice Airport. And I had a pathetic number of things. Your, you, you, you contacted me. By the time I got off the plane at Heathrow, I'd added two thousand people in yeah, two that's hours. That's because I was in so two hours. I was. Well, I got very excited. You were coming on the show because. Well, I Jimmy, tell work. him how many tweeters you got. Three. He knows. He follows me. I have one point two million. One point two million. I mean, he can be generous and give you two hundred thousand. I could, you know, I could, I could handle a hundred thousand. You wouldn't miss him. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. So everybody, if you want to follow James on Twitter, he's at James S. Faulkner, J-A-M-E-S-S-F-A-U-L-K-N-E-R. Anytime you have anything you want to promote, please send me a DM. We'd love to have you yes, on. Yes, that's it. Wake up. Wake up. I'm funnier yeah. than Jimmy. There you go. <laughs> and for all of you out there that heard this show, contact whoever it is that you know in Hollywood and tell them to get James in another movie because we need to see his work. Quick before it keels over. Uh, oh, stop it! That. That's ages, James. That's ages. James, that's ages. That's never going to happen anyway. You're not going to keel over. Me. It's been. It's only been a pleasure. I hope you have no more problems with uh, your communications. I hope very much that the good people of Houston have had enough of their bad weather. I know what it's going to be like. We we get it from time to time in uh, in France and flooding and people being swept off bridges and yeah. stuff like that. It's terrible. It's awful. Terrible. So thank you so much and best to you and your wife and your career and, and, and we'll stay in touch and thank you so much for coming on the Lovely. show. Yes. We're good. having lunch one day in Los Angeles. Bye we are. Guys. We are. Take and care. good good Take health, care. good health, long life, and Godspeed. There Do everything go. wonderful. We love you. I really mean that. And I don't say that to anybody. Thank you. Thanks, Bye. Take care, Bye -bye. James. We're going to have you back. Bye. We're having you on again. Bye. Bye. Wow. Chad, wasn't that awesome? I love him. That definitely ranks with the top ten.
on the Jimmy Star yeah, show. If I, I wasn't with too. Jimmy and he was gay and I dated him, <laughs> I would be in love with him in like 20 minutes. Bye, Jim. No, really. He is just a stunningly gorgeous, interesting, handsome, witty, charming person. I wish everybody in the world was like that instead of the jerks that we have to deal with. Actually, I totally like agree. So, oh, he is. They can go the other way, especially after I saw him naked in the freaking Pope. Oh, stop it, Jimmy. That's I missed that part, but I did watch his reel and I was impressed. That's Jimmy the slob. You know, Jimmy's dirty. His reel was his reel is very good. All right, I, I so. don't think of things like that. I think of his talent, his wonderful performances, that beautiful voice he has. He's got a stunning look. He's uh, he's a stunning man. All right, so here we're going to do. First of all, you guys, you can hear us every week on W4CY Radio with the talented Chad Murphy. Well, thank you very much. We're on Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, Monster FM Radio in New York, K4HD Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Audio Boom, Podomatic, Apple TV, Spreaker, and on television. You can see us on Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube. Now, we're going to show you guys something cool. So hang on, let me pull it down. Ah, check this out. Chat, can you see this or no? It looks like a 12-pack of beer. Pop- Time. This is it's a twelve-pack of beer. It, does, it must be like a uh, ice-filled plastic Ooh. container of some sort. No. All it's right. So everybody's it's cold. Everybody. Everybody's it's cold. If the party stinks, have this. The party. Will no. Be great. Here we go, Ron. everybody. So this this is a this is something that was sent to us in the mail, and basically it's from the original craft beer club, and uh, basically what it is, it's an exotic beer club, you guys. Uh, hmm. Let me give a little promo for it. The Craft Beer Club discovers exceptional craft brews from around the country and de- delivers them each month direct to you or your gift recipient. Every selection is produced by small production independent brewers who use only traditional brewing ingredients and time-honored brewing methods. In addition to traditional bottled beers, they also embrace the hundreds of small craft brewers around the country that offer their handcrafted beers in cans. It's the newest way to enjoy craft beers. Now check this out, you guys. So this is a monthly beer of the month club. Um, of which we are now members of the Beer of a Month Club. And each monthly shipment includes 12 world-class craft beers, 12-ounce beers, which they're all different flavors. So we have Walkabout Pale Ale. We've got Brow Brothers Oatmeal Milk Stout. We have Peated Scotch Ale. I did that one because they go across this way. And we have Pogues Run Porter. And every month they'll send you different ones, but you get four different styles, three beers of each style in your 12 world-class beers. I saw that run. Um, you get a monthly newsletter and a premium selection of beers. And basically, it's a freaking really cool deal, you guys. And if you say you heard it on the Jimmy Star Show, you can go to www.craftbeerclub.com slash Star. They gave us our own URL to see if anybody buys anything. So you can go to www.craftbeerclub.com slash Star. Um, that's our promo URL, and if you purchase uh, an order for three months or more, you get $10 off. And uh, you can follow them on Twitter. It's at Craft Beer Club. And I think the beers are supposed to be phenomenal. We haven't drank them yet because I wanted to show everybody what they look like, but we will. Let's have one now and no. see. <laughs> no, let's not. Pop a top. Yes. I'm no. very thirsty. So, what, which one I want? What is this one? This looks good. Pale Ale. Pale Ale. No, 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 no. Oh, I can't drink I it? don't want you to drink it yet. No. Why? <laughs> because... You can drink them later. We're on air. You can't drink them on air while we're on air. You can drink them later. But either way, you guys, go to craftbeerclub.com slash Jimmy Star. Buy them through there. Get $10 off and follow them on Twitter at craftbeerclub. 
we like it, they're cool, and that we thank them for sending us the uh, the actual beers. And when you order it, you also get this, which is microbrew news. So you get all kinds of stuff about making beer uh, through your thing. It's really cool. Everybody should try it. It's a great gift idea, and the holidays are coming. So check it out, everybody. Peace. I'm gonna move it. Look at Ron. He's pretending. <laughs> Chad, you like you like you like beer, Chad, or do you do you drink? I'm just a tequila man only, straight up. Are you really? Oh my god! If I do it's have like a beer, it'll be a Heineken. How do you drink tequila? That like, it's that'll poison. Kill you, Chad. What? <clears throat> tequila? Tequila is disgusting, especially when the worm is floating in the bottle. How gross is that? Go- I don't like tequila. Yeah, I tried go- it. Once Google the name. benefits of tequila on Google. Yeah, you'll you'll see. No, I had tequila. I drank a glass of it, and I exhaled, and my nose hairs burned. So, so Chad, you know how last week we had our computer problem? Yeah. Well, so I that computer back because it was brand new, and after a little fighting with them, they gave me a brand new one, so thank you, Best Buy. So uh, but is... we're not using it because I, I, you said the video was better on this one. Well, you always got to go back <laughs> and try. The new computer? Huh? The new computer? This is the new computer. Yeah, so? I didn't use it yet. No, I, I'm not what using it for Skype. What do you mean you didn't Skype. use it? It's on now. I'm not using it for Skype, for the video. Oh, well, you better use something for Skype because Skype no, stinks. This one, uh, I don't think that was us that messed up the Skype, actually, Chad. I really don't it know because what I was series. doing is I was recording both on my VidBlaster and also on the, uh, the other program. And I haven't got any, like, warnings for CPU, you know, like usage over usage. So I don't know if it was me or if he was hitting something. Well, or somebody on the news this morning, she said that it, that the hurricane is upsetting uh, ultraviolet rays or some bullshit. Hmm. I don't know what she was carrying on about. But that. that we would have bad cell connections and stuff today, which makes sense. Maybe. I, I mean, the atmosphere right now is hysterical. You know, it's flying all over raining and it could but i'm gonna try again to record with both once we get our second guest going here and if it does it again then i'll know it's me okay well i have a um i've been trying to uh, with this new computer when i go to the website like it blows it up so big i can't figure out how to like make it smaller that i can get into the chat room so sorry chat room i'm not in there typing because i can't figure out how to make the screen smaller on this new computer (laughs) and another thing on your video you guys you guys keep switching sides for some reason I can switch. I don't know why. No, it's fine now. But every time I add, I don't know why we flip. It seems like when I add a guest, it flips, and then when (laughs) it flips back, when we get rid of the guest. I mean, I don't get it. I don't know what's going on. It's like maybe the ghosts came back with us from Pilgrim State. You Mm. know, they do follow you sometimes, and we have a poltergeist here who's doing all kinds of funny stuff. And you guys are using an external camera, right? Yes. Yeah, the old camera that we've what always about, used. What about the internal? How good is that one? Oh, it's internal. Yeah, it's not so good. No, the external is much the new, better. How about the new computer's internal camera? No, maybe we'll try it like before next week, like right five minutes before the no, show. No, let's see not if you do think that. It looks let's okay. do it like maybe a day before. Okay, because I have to figure out how to. I can't figure out how to get into the chat room. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, meanwhile, nobody gives a crap about your lack of tech. Technical. Yeah, they do because I. I well, normally what, what, we do make we comments. not do? We, do we have to discuss moment. it with everybody? What do they care? No, they they want to hear a show. They I don't want to hear you. The chat room needs to know why I'm not interacting with them and asking their questions because I can't get to them. I well, can't see You them. simply should have just said it as a statement, not as a whole. You're going on for days That's about okay. technical bullshit okay. that you don't know what you're doing on the new laptop. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, really, Jim. People are okay with it. No, they're not. They don't even like you. Nobody watches where's, this Where's show. the Man About Town segment? I didn't get that for an edit this week. What's up with that? Oh, well, the Man About Town, uh, what happened? 
They, you didn't give them? Did we do a man about town? No, no we, we did. Yeah, we, we did, did the the ghost, uh, the ghost hunt. Next Wednesday, when I'm modeling on the runway. That's two Wednesdays. I thought it was a week and a half away. He said the thirteenth. The thirteenth. Yeah. Right, whatever. Anyway, that we're photographing that, and that will be the man about town. I understand quite a few people from the press will be there at the very end of the runway, and I'm supposed to stop and turn and pose and do all that jazz. So that's good. I'd like the press to get it out. Not me. Get out that I'm 77 and that ageism is disgusting and that we should not say, oh, that stupid old man, look at him wearing a young man's hot you know, underwear. Baloney. Baloney. There are women that are 85 years old. Look at Tippy Hedren. She's 84 years old. Just flipped and again. Tippy wears La Perla panties and bras. She doesn't wear old lady bloomers and bazeers, as they used to say. Tippy wears the most beautiful, sexy underwear. I, think I mean, you got to be hot. If you, don't, if you don't look good, nobody wants you. Make a segment so out of it right there. Five minutes of that whole what? thing that you're going to do. Where, when, next week, yeah. two weeks? And and prove that type of point, and we'll call it that. Oh, I am. That's that's the only reason. Well, I accepted this thing for two reasons. One, it's a benefit, and it goes to scholarships for uh, people that can't afford to go to college. And, uh, God, if I turn that down, I should only fall apart tomorrow, you know, and, and dis dismantle. I, know I couldn't possibly, knowing what college costs today, mm. and if I can help with their scholarships, my God, would I ever... And the otherwise, it goes to underprivileged children. So, you know, you don't say no to something like that unless you're a dick. <laughs> and it's very I mean, Chad, flattering. Chad, you're look would, would, if, if I said to you, Chad, come and play, you and your girlfriend, for this cause, would you turn me down? Say when and where. Well, make believe. I'm not really asking. That's what me. he's saying. He'd say when and where. Thank oh, you, when and where. Yeah, well, here and now. You know, so Let's that's it. it. I mean, you, you can't be, you know, <laughs> I can't. It can't be all about you all the time. And in this goddamn business, it's all about us. You know, everybody fights for I, 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 me, 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 me. Who gives a shit half the time what you're doing? We don't care. We want to hear some dirt. You know, can you get it up? <laughs> Do you, can you bang your wife? Keep wow. it spicy and fun. I can't stand my movie, my movie, this film, that film, my movie, my movie, please. Get over yourselves. You're only fucking actors in a factory that's cold all the time. I don't know why they can't get the studios warm. They, you know, Jimmy, did you ever shoot? You never. It, I shot uh, out in California, and and I think we were February when we came back from something. It was freezing in the studio, freezing. Yeah, the films I've been involved with were all like outside shoots. No, but if you're on the set, God, they're cold. Anyway, so we're gonna have to call our guest. So Chad, how about let's play a song and then we'll bring the guest on. Mm -hmm. Why don't we do the the Togo Ultra Rock Cannonball song? Because right. it's shorter than the other one that I gave you. And we'll play that, and then you see if you can get our next guest on the line. Sounds good. All right, everybody, we're getting ready to guess, to call our next guest. I don't know how you pronounce her name, so I'm not going to say it until we do You it. definitely got to learn these <laughs> things before the show starts. <laughs> Every week, you can't say a woman's name. Smith is difficult for him. No, oh, it's not. Smith. Jones is difficult for him. Spell her name for me, dear. <laughs> Yeah, it's right there. I can't. I put glasses well, on. Spell it. Fault. Don't be so lazy. Oh, I got to put my glasses on. It makes me work so hard. Ow. Simonetta. Simonetta. Yeah, she, it should have been Simonetti. Simonetta. No, it's not. Simonetta. Wait a minute. Listen to me. Many a time when they came off the boat from Italy to, uh, where's it called? Uh, 
the, the building in Staten Island, uh, what was it called? Well, 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 Fargo, whatever it's called. The men that were writing the names were Irish or mm-hmm. German, and they would mispronounce your name. So this name should have been Simonetti. Well, that's not what she's going to tell you. No, I, I'm <laughs> going to tell you because I have friends that are Simonetti, two families, one in Brooklyn, one in Queens. Hey. And Simon, there's that's no her such first name, not her last name. It's oh, her that's first her name. first name? Yeah. Yes, it's Simonetta. Her last name is Lane. Oh, Lane I thought her last Lane. name was Simonetti. Lane. Anyway, let's play we'll the song, Chad, and let's We'll call find her. out when she comes on. Let's oh, do it. Simonetta. Here we go. First time when I saw you, I was fine. The second time I knew you would be mine. A one-sided cyber romance. Yes, I was hoping for a strolling glance. Then I saw you standing outside the club. As I was leaving with my ticket stud. I remember hearing laughter as you came running after. You called my
What's up? That was that was Togo Ultra Rock. The name of the song is Cannonball. And now we have our next guest on the show. We're going to make sure we can hear. Hello. Say something. And so we know Hello. we Hello. You hear me? Ciao. <laughs> we definitely <laughs> hear you. All right. Simonetta Lane, right? Yes. All right. Okay. Thank you. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the celebrity wishmaker, author, journalist, fashion and lifestyle blogger, and top 100 influencers in the world, Simonetta Lane. Hello and welcome to the show. Yay. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Before we get started, let me introduce everybody, starting with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Come sta, Bella? Molto bene, grazie tu. Io sta bene. I love your jacket, by the way. Thank you so much. It's orange, but it looks uh, pink in the film. Yes, I thought it was a salmon pink or something like this. And oh. I like the other jacket as well. Thank cool thank jacket. You. Jimmy's plaid. Yeah, that you could see. But this is sort of a whatever, whatever. Anyway. And we've got to oh, say yeah. hello to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hello, beautiful lady. Welcome to the show. Thank you. And we have a chat room full of people, so say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hello, hello, hello. There you go. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Now, you are what? Define what you do the most. The most? Yeah, so the most the famous most... that you're for, the thing you really do yeah. all the time. So I'm um, on social media a lot. And social media, I would say it's my home to make possible all the things that I do. Uh, the things that I love the most are fashion and charity. So fashion is my passion since I was a, a kid. I started on Vanity Fair, uh, Italy. When I was, I, I moved from Italy two years ago to the States, and I was working for Vanity Fair. And so they trained me <laughs> very in a hardcore way, I would say. So um, I brought my personal um, way of doing fashion, which is more related with um, empowering women. So I blog about women. My blog is all about women. And I talk about fashion in a way that can empower them. And then the other of my passion is uh, the Wishwell Foundation, which is the charity that I created as soon as I moved to um, the U.S. And so I really try to bring uh, projects that can, you know, uplift other people. And so I use social media all the time to try my very best to, you know, spread something good and something positive, especially in this moment. I'm just like you, actually, because I'm a social media um well, I, I'm always on social media. Also, that's how we get everything. That's how all the projects that we we get, you know, that's come how about. We met. That's right. We met on social media, and that's how everything yeah. happens through social media. And and like you being a top influencer, I'm like in the one top half of one percent of all social media Absolutely. users out of the billion something. So so I'm like you with that. And and I have a lot of other common interests because I used to be a celebrity clothing designer and make one of a kind clothes. Oh. And so I've made clothes for like Madonna and Elton John and all kinds of people. And so so we have a lot of things in common, except for that you're incredibly beautiful, and I'm like an old man with a beard. Stop that. <laughs> that's ageism. Jeez whiz. Now and. Answer me a question, honestly. What do you think about fashion today, like plaid with polka dots and stripes with plaid? She does and... more high fashion, like no, no, couture but that, stuff. That's couture Can I be stuff. honest? Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm like, like you were saying, I'm a little bit old school. I'm right. all for quality. I come from Italy, so I was right. raised in the beauty. And so when, you know, I see jeans with, you know, stains and that kind of stuff that gets sell. They can sold for four hundred dollars, whatever. Ah, terrible. Ah! 
Yeah, Uncle Eo. Even me, I said Uncle Eo in Italian. But uh, even me, I I can't understand. They're all shredded and scarred, and they get 150 to 200 bucks a pair, which is a stupid sense of of fashion. Um, do you remember the? Fa- no, you don't remember. But have you seen lots of pictures of the fashions of 1950? Of course. And how beautiful they they were then. Women were elegant and feminine. And why don't women want to look like that today? You say you empower women. How? Um, So I really try to um, get, first of all, I really try to get the best that, you know, I think it is out there of women entrepreneurs and women that really I think that can empower other women. And I ask them to share, you know, their sense of style, again, always in a way that can empower, so that can uh, give a sense of, if I wear this, I I will feel, you know, more comfortable in the sense that I can express outside who I am inside. So, of course, fashion, I always say it's a beautiful way of wrapping your soul, right? But your soul has to come outside. So I use it in that way. I would say. And then again, I'm an old soul. <laughs> so like you were saying, I really get inspiration from, you know, the, the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s. And I really, this is my style. doesn't mean that it has to be the right style, but my style is for a woman that really, you know, is a woman. <laughs> now, can you explain something to me? Yes. Most women in the business world say that men are powerful and men get ahead and men get more money and they really talk men down by saying terrible things like they meet you at the water cooler they say foul things to you they're all pigs they look up your skirt and men are just generally terrible people so then why do women dress as men when they go to the office i don't get it if you really dislike the male why do you want to look male so in in other words you think wearing going in drag as a man makes you powerful, then you're doing the very same thing that you're disliking. You're a hypocrite. I don't know. I don't want to speak for other women, though I'm really for women that are women. So if I can respond in that way to you, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that that is my... I mean, I noticed that you, you, because there's pictures of you all over the internet, you're always dressed very... Um, feminine and gorgeous and beautiful. I don't ever see any pictures of you on the internet. And there's a lot of pictures of you on the internet. Um, I don't see any pictures where you look shabby, run down. Like it's like you're always put together. You're always very feminine. You always look beautiful and you always look like a lady. Do you think that, do you think we will ever get the Audrey Hepburn look back for women today? I really hope so. I love her so much. I try to do my best. <laughs> Of course, you know, we are in 2017, but I personally, I like a lot um, vintage. So vintage fashion, I think it's a lot. And if we want to talk about style, I think it's on style. It's back on style. And I really think that a lot of women are getting inspired by those looks. So you, you just, we just, you know, need to maybe wait a little bit, but like if you are on social media a little bit, you'll see a lot of women that are really recuperating the vintage style that I really appreciate. I, For instance, I you know, I, I lived in Rome as well, and Rome, it's, you know, so magical, you know, the La Dolce Vita, Fellini, and uh, I, one of my passion is to go to vintage stores, you know, really go and get the, 
you know, those pieces from that uh, era, to me, just fascinating. It's, and then the quality of the products were just unbelievable. I still much, have... Much better. Yes, I still have, you know, boots from the, I don't know, 50s that are brand new. <laughs> so things were made to last, I would say. Now, if we had designers like Balenciaga and uh, Versace in the early days, of course, and of, and of course, um, I can't think of the, 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 the big design. Oh, Yves Saint Laurent. Mm -hmm. They designed clothing to make women look feminine, yes. elegantly sexy, and appealing. The, the designers today make women look like dykes with boots. <laughs> no, they, they wear combat boots. They wear combat pants. They have T-shirts with no bra. They have pink and yellow and orange buzzed hair, no makeup, and like weird, weird sunglasses. Uh, I guess there are men that have find that attractive, but I don't know how many. My feelings are if women could be as elegant as Tippi Hedren was in The Birds or Audrey Hepburn was in any Rome Adventure or any of the great films that they would attract men more. So if you're looking for a husband, it's better to be feminine and beautiful than look like you have an 18-wheeler diesel truck in the driveway. <laughs> I really think, you know, fashion, of course, is a way to show society. So not of course, there are uh, fashion designers that are still, you know, putting uh, the female as a female, though I will not, I mean, I, I get your point and personally, I do agree with it, though I respect the point of, you know, it's, I think it's, um, it's a, it's a moment of reaction, I would say. And as a woman, you were, you know, talking about men, uh, many times I've been asked, you know, as a woman entrepreneur, uh, how do I feel, you know, in, in a world that it's, they stay built by men. So I personally react just trying really the best version of me. I can tell you, and I'm sure that as, as men, you can understand, as a woman, it's something that it cannot be really described. You really feel it. There are still certain eras where, you know, you, just because you're a woman, you have kind of to prove it more. But again, uh, we are in, and that's why I think, you know, that fashion, I would say, um, open a possibility to say, you know, I don't care about you. I want to be whatever I want, though. I think it, it, it will, it takes away, you know, the power of, because I think that a woman is powerful because it's a woman. So I personally, I do get it. I understand, you know, the point and I understand where it comes from. What I really wish for society is that women can really understand how powerful and beautiful they are for what they are. And men can understand it too. There you go. So, well, my father used to say something that I cannot say on the air. Okay. But my, but my father would say, una donna. See? Uh, I can't say it. Um, no, I can't do it. It's too raw. But okay. anyway, a, a woman's power that lies between her legs okay. has, caused, has caused wars, has caused men to go insane. Why doesn't that apply anymore? Because men are, are losing their feelings for women. Women no longer turn men on like they used to. I know a lot of straight married couples that have sex, and the wife says we have to watch porn, smoke pot, and I have to wear sexy clothes and act like a tramp or a slut or a hooker to get my husband even interested. 
So the art of making love, the caressing, the kissing, la faccia l'amore, those things are gone. It seems that not not, everyone. Well, it, the majority I know show people. I don't My think people, it's for everyone. Well, no, don't forget. And don't even forget. as men, I'm seeing, uh, for instance, on social media, a lot of men that are still romantic. And I get, you know, so happy about it. They're so gentle and kind. So, you know, social media is a way to show the world. Yes, there are, you know, women that maybe are, are forgetting their women. There are men that are forgetting there are men. Because a man should really treat a woman with respect. There are men that are not treating women re with respect. Though... Well, how about, women, how about women treating men with respect? Absolutely. And not Absolutely. Demeaning, demeaning them 100%. and humiliating them in public. 100%. I think that we, yeah. we, we, we both should really respect Absolutely. each other. And I just want to say that on social media, though, if you uh, focus yourself in, you know, wanted to see the beauty, there's a lot of people that really respect women and women that, you know, encourage men on really doing better. So... There, there, there are, there's hope, I would say. But getting back to my, wait, just one thing and then you could take over. Uh, but getting back to what I initially said, yes. do you believe that a woman who has a beautiful figure like you, a woman like you that enters a room elegantly dressed but sexy in a very demure way doesn't attract every man in the room? I think so. You really have to see, though, if, a woman is interested in attracting men or she's interested in being beautiful. I'm more into really empowering women to tell them that they are beautiful, you know, for themselves. And then men will follow. And also other women will follow and maybe they'll get encouraged to be beautiful for themselves. But, but if a woman looks like a slob, would you tell her you look like a slob? Dress up nice. Well, you you look... say it nicer than that. <laughs> no, I mean, I, this is this is how I do. I mean, I could say it in Italian and sound romantic. No, no because but, everything in Italian no, is romantic. But she would say, "Hey, maybe you could take." Uh, she would give it the advice more as a as a. I could say it in Genovese. È una donna spassina, una spassina. Capisci che cosa è una You know what now, is a spassina? You have to understand. You cannot go to someone that did not ask you. So if I see someone that I do not, you know like the style if they do not ask me i cannot go and interfere if they do ask me i will go and you know give the better be better advice knowing that again my style is you know the style that i told you i'm all for you know women there are women so i will try now, my best to help other oh, wait, women wait. to be women i'm sure you have no problem attracting men and the right men is that true i'm married so oh you're married quantiani quantiani <laughs> Too, but we've been together for 11 years. In Italia, yeah. fatto He's così. Like he is Italian-American, and he moved to Italy 11 years ago with the idea, uh, I just want to, you know, pick back my Italian a little bit because he was raised by, you know, nonna, no, no, so grandpa, grandpa, and oh, grandmother. Uh, they were Italian, they were speaking with him, uh, actually Neapolitan, because, you know, you have to oh, know oh. that Italy, of course, it's, you know, very different uh, as far as culture so one thing is italian one thing is neapolitan or venetian we have different dialects and so he actually had some relatives in milan at that point i was living in milan and we met there and he thought he was staying for two months and he stayed for 10 years <laughs> see that so it's good yeah the nabolitans have a very funny accent in this country and i can hear it when i hear nabolitans sing speak yes. they say managot managot yes managot no managot Manigot. No manacotti, no manacotti, manigot. Manigot. And then, and then they say, um, 
Oh, just so many words that are so novelly. Yum, yum. <laughs> right. Yeah, I have yeah, one it's that. Like, it's let's go. In Italian, right. you say andiamo, but right. in Neapolitan, you say yum. Yama. And in my language, in Venetian, you say demo. Oh, see, my grandmother spoke Venetian because, of course, okay. she was from Verona. Um, I never heard that. Yes, you say Daniel. Right, hang, on, hang on, all right. So here we're gonna because I want. Oh, like, oh, oh, I'll let Jamie talk. get on. I'm, t- I'm I just wanna, like, talk about you know, I just stuff. find you fascinating and terrific. First of all, too, when you were talking about women entering the room in a beautiful dress and everything dressed up, too, you know, it actually depends on where the room is. Because like, if you go into a punk rock club dressed like that, Absolutely. nobody's gonna look at you. So I mean, everything is relative to where you're going. But when you're going nice places, I don't believe you know, that you are who you are. You don't dress for the audience. I never did. I am who I am. I know, but somebody who goes to a punk rock and club. I go to punk rock clubs with you. And how do I dress? I went <laughs> once dressed like an idiot, and I never will do it <laughs> yeah, again. I did too. Okay, we went. We, we went to okay, a club. To tell, I don't want to go into that because we don't have that much time. We're almost out of time. We only have. I'm who I am. I wear very nice clothing. I always look GQ, and I go everywhere the same. I don't care if I'm going to the Bowery, which we just wore last week. At a club, uh, I don't dress for people. I dress for me. They're very classy, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> yes, Thank you, you are. Okay, so I want because uh, I want to talk a little bit about your Wishwall Foundation. But one thing yeah. I also want to bring up um, that you modeled in a Richie Rich fashion show I saw online. Richie yeah. Rich is like super freaking cool. Uh, it is. Like, this is my oh, friend. It was amazing. I, I, I've always been a big fan of his like wild f- fashions. I even have like their dolls because like he has these club kid dolls that they des- yes. help design or whatever. Yes. And I have the whole set of them. And uh, you know Richie Rich. He's like uh, he's like the the well party monster with like it was a movie it was based about him. I know uh, the cartoon, the comic book, Richie Rich. No, 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 no. This is different. About anyway, the little well, boy who's a millionaire. He was, he was the club kid who was popular in the 80s or 90s, whatever, who became like a successful fashion designer who like works with like everybody. And this stuff is really cool. So I just want to know in general, like how was it being in a Richie Rich fat? Because, you know, usually, you know, everybody, Paris Hilton, all the like major superstar yes, celebrities Apple, model. Paris Hilton, like you said, Ellen. Yeah, all the major stars usually model in his show. So number one, getting asked to be in it is a super kudos to you. Oh, yeah. Do you know that feeling like, uh, like that? My life yes. like this, like, ah. <laughs> First of all, it was not only Richie Rich. It was Richie Rich at Madison Square Garden. Yes. So it was like double. Uh. <laughs> so congratulations. So that was fun, right? It was beautiful. And um, I really liked it even because he's a person that tries to put his art as a um, I would say servant of a message. So the the show was not only a fashion show. It right. was really a show. Really, yeah. you know, we delivered messages. So I was even, you know, prouder to be invited and, you know, to be part of something like this. Love it. All right. So then you have an organization. Um, it's yes. called the Wishwall Foundation. Everybody, it's the Wishwall, wishwallfoundation.org. And yes. you are wishmaker you're the celebrity wishmaker making incredible dreams come true empowering women to make their dreams come true um so tell us like a little bit about it because somehow i get you go to the website and you can write your wish on the wish wall and then you yeah. see if you can make it happen yes yeah, so basically it all started as a blog at the really beginning and it all started when i was actually writing for vanity fair because uh, vanity fair asked me to um at the, at, the, at the really beginning was interviewing celebrities about, you know, their wishes uh, and how they actually make it come true. So to inspire other people. I was okay. missing, you know, that link, I would say, with the everyday people. And so I tried to create a platform where you cannot only go there and, you know, write a comment, but really post your own post, I would say. 
So when I moved to the U.S., imagine that I had to translate everything, of course, from Italian to English. And so, from, yes. <laughs> she, she lives in Philly, by the way. Yes, she I live in, in Philly. I'm a she Philly lives in Philly. Girl. She's a Philly girl. Where are you in Philly? Uh, don't tell me where you are, but are you in, what county are you in? What, 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 what did you say? Sorry? What county in F Pennsylvania are Philadelphia, you in? Philadelphia. I'm Philadelphia City. Okay. okay. Yes. So I'm literally where, where in Bucks, where in Bucks, the, where, in Bucks where in Bucks County. Oh, okay. Okay. So we're 20 minutes, 30 minutes, something like this. <laughs> well, much. We, well we're we, close. we should see each other sometime. Yes. It'd be fun. And absolutely. go to something, event, same events would be fun. Anything to do with uh, encouraging people to dress again. That's my thing in life. Because really? I came from a time. <laughs> yeah, no, I came from a time when. Women were absolutely she breathtaking. She doesn't know you, so she doesn't know how old you are. So she oh, I'm 77 years old. So, <laughs> so I've been around for sort of vacuum, but I've been around for centuries. So I'm sure that you have a lot to share. You bet. I mean, you I was bet. a teenager. In, I was a teenager in the 50s. I was a married man in the 60s. I was a father in the 70s, and you know, so I know fashion, and I know when we used to dress and go to the most beautiful places. The room was the most gorgeous room in the world, and how I miss that now when I go into rooms and everybody looks like they just cut the lawn or their filthy T-shirts are on and dirty pants with wrinkles. Uh, to me, this on disgraziati. I can't stand it. You know, so hang on. <laughs> so again, I don't think they are all like this, though. I really get your point, and I really embrace beauty myself. So maybe we can do a mission. We can create something nice where you know everyone has to dress up or something. I want to get one point across. It's very important. The only time. I find a room full of beautifully dressed women in gowns, hairdos, and makeup is when I'm around my drag queen friends in California. <laughs> they are still the most beautiful women in the world, far better than most real women, because they they wear gorgeous jewelry, beautiful shoes, they're sexy. I mean, they're beautiful, the beautiful ones, not the crazy ones, the, the ugly ones, the ones that really look like women, the, the true beauty. You also should come, do you know that in Philadelphia, once a year, they close um, the bridge in East Falls, and it's yeah. a beautiful white bridge, and everyone, uh, you know, dressed up with a tuxedo and a gown, and they, you know, they they dance, they dance the list show, you know the. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hold on, let's, but let's it's go very back. Classy. I want to go back because I want to make sure yeah. we make some some points here because this you you are unlike almost mm -hmm. any other celebrity that we've had on. Actually, we had a band on last week. And like all the money that they make, they donate to a food pantry, which I thought was really cool. But you, you though, are someone who's out there working to, I mean, you're a celebrity and you're using your celebrity to help other people achieve the things that they want to achieve um, and make dreams come true and stuff. And that's not something that, you know, most people are so worried about building themselves that they don't have a care for helping other people. And you even wrote a book called uh, Everything is Possible, a novel, about, a novel About the Power of Dreams. So, like, yes. really, like, and this, this book's, like, three or four years old. So, basically, your platform, you know, is basically using your celebrity to to help other people, and that's just not something that happens very often. So I want to make sure people, like, really get it and, and really understand what you're doing because it's so unselfish and and giving back to the world, you know, that I want to make sure that you you get recognition for doing such wonderful Thank things you. to try to help the world. Well, partly because she's Italian. Okay. <laughs> I have to say something, though, that I really, when 
um, I was actually moved to the U.S. And like I was saying from a blog, I really started to receive so many wishes that I said, maybe, you know, I really should get established. I received so much help from Americans. I really have to say that there's a lot of uh, beautiful people in this country. There's a lot of charity um, heart, I would say. Yes. So I really found that I actually was very lucky because... It was, at the beginning, an idea. So from my book, like you were saying, I was inspired. I always say, in a crazy way, when you write, uh, it can happen that you're... It was a novel. So it was a novel partially inspired by my own life. So, of course, my parents are my mentors, I would say. They gave me, you know, this education. Uh, Though, the character of my book, she inspired me because... Um, in, in this book, uh, at the end, actually, she comes back from India and she wants to do something that she saw there. And it's something that I saw there. So in India, they have this tradition. Uh, they have trees and people go, they write their wishes and they hang it. You yes, know, I've seen there. that. I've so seen that. my character said, why, you know, can we just do it in, you know, our society? So she did that and I got inspired and I said, I'm a, you know, city girl though. I tried actually to propose a tree idea, but you know, it was a little bit difficult. <laughs> yeah, in the middle of the <laughs> so, silly. <laughs> so, exactly. so I said, what about if we do murals? And so I actually, when I moved to, the, uh, to Philadelphia, I went to the city and I, I found a lot of acceptance um, from actually um, Councilman, I really have to give him a shout out. His name is Mark Squilla, Councilman Mark Squilla. He helped me and he said, this is a very neat idea. I want to help you. So I said, what about if we, you know, create an event? We create a big wall where people can come and put their meaningful wishes up. And then I said, if there's someone that has, you know, something that really uh, deserve help, they can come, you know, put it in a form, put their information, and we'll see what we can do. So we created actually the, that event when Pope Francis came uh, in Philadelphia. Oh, when the Pope came. First, you know. Yeah, it was beautiful. The energy, of course, was very receptive, I would say. People were, you know, already in, in that uh, tune. So the, the wish wall that we've done in Philadelphia, if you go and see it, it's, it's very big. And right now it's an Italian market. Uh, the De Bruno brothers donated a wall so that actually we, we sealed it and we put it as a permanent structure on, on the Italian market. So if you go and see it as a I would say, cultural point of view, you really can see, you know, the world. That's why I really like wishes, because you can really study the world. And in, okay. every, in every city where I'm going, I really receive, you know, uh, different wishes and different uh, visions. So that is fascinating. So let's tell everybody, let's tell people where to go, though, with that. Then they can go to the wishmaker.us. Yeah. Is that where they go? So wishmaker.us is actually my personal website where I mostly blog about women. For really writing their own wish, they have to go to thewishwell.org. So that um, part that I was describing as a wall, it is also online. And actually, it was born online. So from online, I created you know something that now it's called the wishwell in every city. So we are going, trying really to go to as many cities as possible to bring you know that concept. And then that will be um, permanent structure in the city. So right now, you can go on thewishwell.org, click on Express Your Wish, and really try to put something that I always say, try to think how you can inspire other other people first. And then no. if we think, you know, that because our focus is <laughs> our focus is trying to um, if I grant your wish, I want to make sure that will impact the community, not only you. So okay, that's if you, that's how if, it works. 
if you're in Verona, Venice, you can go to the balcony of Romeo and Juliet, yes. and there they also post wishes. That's true. They That's write true. wishes down and they stick them in the wall because I wrote a wish. And it came true. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, it definitely came true. I have two beautiful, gorgeous, wonderful daughters that I adore. They are beautiful. My mia figlia. And, uh, and that was my wish, that I would one day have two daughters that I love, and they love me. And it came true. You know, so behind go- this, there's a, it's a real study, of course, in the sense that whenever you put your wish there, you know, and you write it and you take time to really put your mind and your heart into it. Uh, I mean, it's called, of course, law of attraction. Many, many times people wrote me back saying, you know, things started to happen in my life. My wish came true. So, of course, I wanted to create this space, first of all, to give hope and to give, you know, uh, that push, I would say, and say, you know, put it down. Because many times, you know, you ask people what they wish, but they don't really know. Right. Yeah, but there's also a saying we have in this country, be careful of what you wish for, you may get it. Absolutely. So you have to wish correctly and not stupidly. (laughs) Don't wish for stupid. I always say that. Yeah, it's true. So let's do what, because we've only got a minute and a half left or so. So let's go. First of all, you guys, we want to, if you want to go to uh, Simonetta's. Uh, personal website, it's thewishmaker.us, or yes. you can go to thewishwall.org. Absolutely, perfect. And if you can follow her on Twitter. It's um, Simonetta Lane, S-I-M-O-N-E-T-T-A-L-E-I-N on Twitter. Follow her. She's got a huge following. And I want to give a shout-out to, I'm sure he'll listen to this, um, to Keith, Ke- Keith Keller in Australia because he uh, he actually initially, I think, introduced us on Twitter. I and hope. he's a really great guy. So, hi, Thank Keith. Thank yes. Hope all is well. And we yeah. wish you all the, the luck and success in your career. And, and congratulations on all the wonderful things that you're doing, giving back to the Thank world. You. Thank you uh, so much. And using your celebrity for good. Instagram as well. I love Instagram. And see my pictures. Oh, that's right. And your Instagram. Oh, I don't know what it, your Instagram is. Just Cementa Lane. Yes, yes. And I, fa- I Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. Your Cementa Lane official. Yes. Okay. Right. Do people do people call you Simon? Simon. 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 Yes, absolutely. Simon. So now, you are is, now officially is, is, my friend, so you can call me Simon. Simon. Is <laughs> is, is, is Simonetti derivative of C of Simonetti? Uh, Simon. Simon. So it's Simonetta. It's like yeah. it's, I would say, a longer version of Simona, you know. Right. But it's my mother. To do yeah. With the name Simonetti. Simonetti, Simonetti. is an, an Italian name here in America. I had a friend whose name was John yeah, Simonetti. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I think it was translated because right. for pronunciation, maybe it was easier. But in Italy, right. Simonetta. Simonetta. And I'm Mio, so I'm Rolando. Rolando. R- Rocco. <laughs> Cesarigo. <laughs> Rolando Rocco Cesarigo. I mean, what a name. Wow. My, my, my parents forgot they were in America. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got to go. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank good you luck you with your me. career. Have a good yeah. one. Everybody follow her on Twitter. And everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Jimmy Star Show. Bye. Ciao, Bella. Bye, chat room. Bye-bye. I'm just chilling. Jimmy Star, sitting down and designing. Celebrity. We'll take you out to Jim.
candy stars He'll dress you right Y'all feel like a star We'll hook you up Now you look sexy Your game is tight Gonna get laid tonight You need, you need Jimmy Star Jimmy Star Come up to me and said, Hey, mate, wanna go to a party? Party, 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 I'm like, What are you talking about, love? I ain't got no gums. I need some nice gums so I can go out to this party and pull all the chicks and the geezers. Do you know what I mean? So 